Welcome to the Wholehearted Business Show. I'm Laura Agar-Wilson and this is the podcast that's dedicated to helping you start and grow a coaching business you love the wholehearted way. My guess is you want a business where you can show up as your whole creative, multi-passionate self so you can get paid, create a meaningful impact and have more time and freedom in your life. Let's get started. Hi there, welcome to the Wholehearted Business Show. I'm Laura and this week we are going to be talking all about how to grow an email list-based community for your coaching business. Now, I bang on quite a lot about how important building an email list is for your business and I'm going to talk a little bit about, first of all, a little bit about why that is, but then also we're going to look at really practical ways that you can actually start and build and grow an email list based community so you actually have some tips and things you can take away and try out in your business too. So first of all, why is building an email list based community so important? For lots of different reasons really, but for me the main one is that when we build a community on a social media platform like Instagram, we don't actually own that community. So we don't have a lot of control over, first of all, how the Instagram algorithm works. We don't have a lot of control over whether or not our account could get closed down. We just basically don't have a lot of control over what happens. We can post content on there, but we don't actually have a lot of control. So I think it's really useful when we are building a community of people that we are doing so in a way where we have some control over actually what's going on. Now, to a certain degree, when it comes to email lists, there's some things we don't have control over, like we don't have control over deliverability in some way, shape or form. Sometimes different email platforms can be a bit funny. Sometimes they can block different email addresses coming through, blah, blah, blah. But generally speaking, we have much more control over that community of people than we do on social media. So I think it's a really good idea to build our list from that perspective. But then also email-based marketing still comes out on top in terms of any kind of marketing stuff that you can do, for want of a better expression. Email-based marketing is still the most effective. I've always noticed this in my business. Like the majority of my sales will come through my email list. That's generally where people are prompted into action to buy. The other stuff I see, certainly in terms of sales, I see Instagram and my blog and the, the whole heart of business show is like an amplification of that. But essentially the email list based marketing is really the sales, like where it all happens. So from that point of view, building an email list makes a lot of sense. It also means that you're capturing people in the nicest way possible. If you're attracting people in, and I talked about content marketing strategy in a couple of episodes ago, and this is really about once we've attracted those people in with really great content, what we want to do is we, we want to capture them and we can do that by adding them onto our email list. And then once they're on our email list, we have a much better opportunity to build that relationship with them and actually show them that we can help them and how we can help them. So that's for me why building the email list is so important. It also means that it gives you a little bit of, I'm trying to think of the right way to explain this. Some people I've heard can treat the email list like a cash point where they just have to put out an offer and then people on the email list buy it. And that can be what happens, but I think that's slightly disrespectful way to look at it. But essentially what your email list does is it gives you some sustainability and it gives you a little bit of assurance that 
if you need to make money in your business, you can create something. And if you've got a list of people who need that thing, you've got a much higher chance of making an income from that list. So essentially, that can just be really helpful to be building this list for your ongoing business sustainability as well. So those are some of the reasons why I think building an email space community is really important. I think another element to this is just having this place where you can really deeply connect with people. When I've spoken to people, and certainly sometimes I feel like this, social media can just feel a little bit unsatisfying in terms of the ways that we might want to connect with people on a deeper level. And I think our email list and also our blog and potentially podcast and videos, we can do that in a much deeper way and connect with people in more profound ways. And that can be really useful as well. And especially when the social media algorithm is so unpredictable, it can just be good to know that we've got an email list of people who actually want to hear from us <laughs> um, as well. That can just be really lovely. So that's basically why our email lists are important. And then what we want to think about is obviously we need a place to manage that email list. So something that you're going to want to think about if you are completely new to all of this is to find an email list provider. I am a massive fan of ConvertKit. It is probably slightly more complex than some of the other ones but in terms of my business which has multiple offers multiple freebies multiple evergreen funnels and lots of stuff going on it is a really great platform for me in my business and it works wonderfully well but there's also other platforms Flowdesk I think if I wasn't with ConvertKit I'd probably go with Flowdesk their emails are really beautiful they don't have quite the same level of functionality as ConvertKit though in the back end and then you've got MailerLite. MailerLite is usually where I send people who I work with who are brand new because you can get a free account. I wouldn't touch MailChimp with a barge pole these days. In total honesty, for coaching businesses, I just wouldn't touch it. Uh, and then you've got things like Active Campaign and other platforms as well. So you've got a few different options. If anyone wants to talk about this in more detail, actually, please feel free to pop me a DM. I'd be more than happy to, you know, point you in the right direction. But I'm a really big fan of ConvertKit. So that's what I use. So you're going to want to get set up on an email list provider. And then another way to think about your email list and growing your email list-based community is, I think of it in two halves. You've got getting people onto the list and then what you do with them once they're on your list. So I think it can be really useful just to think about those two different elements. So let's just talk about getting people onto the list. Now, the way that I do it the most in my business is through my content marketing. So last week on the show, I talked about content marketing, having a content marketing strategy. That is like the majority of my list growth has come through that. So what I mean by that is creating content. And for me, that is almost always blog-based content first. That has a free thing, a freebie, some kind of useful like another piece of content basically that people have to sign up for your email list to access and that was worked really well for me in terms of list growth. I have a constant drip of people joining my email list because they found a piece of my content and they've downloaded the free thing and they're not on my list. Yay, <laughs> really nice and straightforward. So we've got the freebie side of things. And to be honest, I think I could probably just do a whole episode of the short just talking about freebies. But what I've started to notice lately, what is converting better? Because I think people, again, it depends on what niche you're in, but I think people can get a bit freebied out, especially in the business coaching niche that I'm in. But for most of you guys who are health coaches, life coaches, spiritual coaches, I think people probably aren't as sick of freebies as what they are in the business coaching space. But one of the things that I found is working quite well at the moment is anything that's really practical and tangible. So a lot of my freebies recently have been planners. So I have got a Pinterest marketing planner. I have got a retreat planner. 
as well. So something that people can actually just download and use. I think that stuff is really helpful. So things like that in terms of freebies can be useful, but a freebie can be anything. It can be a video series. It can be a webinar that you've recorded. It can be audios. It can be all sorts of different things. So yeah, have a bit of a think about what your freebie could be. And I think essentially it's about, is this helping the people who are best suited to benefit from my services is what we want to think about. But also from a slightly more advanced perspective, what I'm sometimes thinking of is, is this going to connect my piece of content to something that I'm selling? So for example, for the Pinterest marketing planner that I've just explained, that connects to my Pinterest magic course. So there's also those kind of like links between things as well. So you've got your, you've got your content on your blog in this example, and then you've got the freebie, which again for me is the Pinterest marketing planner, just as an example. And then you've got the paid thing. So that's how it works in my business because I've got lots of courses, but in yours, it might not be that linear because you're probably going to have one main coaching package and the link might not be as clear cut as that. But essentially it's around, you know, giving people something that they're going to want and that they're going to use and actually get a benefit from, I think is really helpful. So that's one method of getting people on your list. Other things that are working really well, being part of summits and bundles. So I've been part of both. And these have probably, out of everything that I've done to grow my list lately, these are probably the things that have grown it the most by the biggest jumps and over the last couple of years, really. So a summit is usually where someone pulls together a group of people and you would do, it usually happens over a few days, you do presentations, you share something of value, something helpful, and then people sign up and they get access to all these different trainings. And I was in one of my client summits, Alex, she had a fantastic summit, it was really popular, very successful. Um, and I got some new people join my list on the back of that. And then I've also been in a couple of bundles. So a bundle is, and again, sorry, just to say with summits, you can be a participant and you can run a summit as well. And really, what bundles and summits are about is this collaborative collective action that benefits everyone who is involved and I think that's a really beautiful way to work and it's something I'm really exploring in my business I said at the start of the year that I really want to run a summit I'm not going to lie it brings up a lot of mindset stuff for me about who am I to do this and am I am I a big enough name to do this and all this kind of jazz but I am saying fuck it and I'm going to do it so I'm really holding myself to that so that's summits and then bundles, again, collaborative, collective, collaborative action. But a bundle is where someone pulls together a group of contributors and they all contribute usually a digital product to a bundle. Now, usually it's paid, sometimes it's free. So I've been in a paid bundle. So I work with InfoStack and they created a bundle called Coach to Profit. And I put in my Unbox Guide to Nation Messaging into that bundle. The bundle itself, I think, was like $49. And then people would pay $49, but they would get like all these courses worth like a few thousand dollars. And I benefited from that because A, I was an affiliate so that I got a kickback if I referred anyone into purchase from that bundle. And I also benefited because anyone who joined and actually, you know, joined my course then I got them on my list. So that really benefited everyone involved. And then I've also been in a free bundle and, and well, actually underpaid one, Elizabeth Goddard, who is my former coach. She runs a Christmas bundle every year, not every year, but she's done it for a couple of years. And that was really successful. So I was in the free, she has like a free and a paid 
bundle. The free one is courses and programs under $99. And then the paid one is courses and programs that are charged at over $99, I think. So I've been in the free and the paid. And again, that has worked really well in terms of growing my list by a lot of new people. And I really just, again, I just really love that collaborative, collective action. And this is one of the reasons why I do recommend that if you have time, and the inclination as a newish coach is to create some kind of small digital product because it means that you could potentially get yourself into a bundle. And then as well as some and bundles, another kind of collaborative thing that you can do is around guesting. So whether that's being a guest on someone's podcast, whether that's being a guest on someone's blog, but again, that can be a really great way if you share a free thing that you've got at the end that people can sign up for, that can work super well too. And then alongside the content marketing, and the collaborative stuff you've obviously got ads now I think ads is a really interesting one what I would tend to I think you can experiment with ads early on in your business but I tend to think it's better to do that after a little bit of time because I think it can be a bit of a money soak until you've really got a sense of actually what's working in your business so I tend to think that once you're getting once people are converting from organic content which is the the non-paid stuff then I think that can work can be interesting to explore ads so those are some of the main ways that you you can build your list and it just it's one of those things it's just going to take a little bit of time there's no magic bullet ads to a certain extent but again you might get the wrong people on your list and this is the thing with email lists it's not just about a massive number of people although that can be helpful this is one of the bits where I slightly contradict myself because it's both things are true at once but you don't have to have a massive list to have a successful business but at the same time having numbers of the right people will help you scale so both things can be true at once it is a bit of a tricky one to get your head around but there's lots of people who have wildly successful businesses and have 500 people on the list and that's totally fine I've currently got just over 3,000 and I'm doing reasonably well it just depends on things like how many people are actually open in your emails how many people on that list are the right people for what it is that you want to do and that's it's just factoring all those things in so you don't have to have a massive number and I wouldn't be put off by thinking you need to have thousands on your email list to have a successful business but a few hundred people would be amazing even less than that and there was like a little thing on Instagram a little while ago that was fantastic and it was like imagine if you had 20 people in a room with you if you've got 20 people on your list imagine having 20 people in the room with you if you've got 50 people on your list imagine having 50 people in the room with you how profound is that and sometimes we can look at these numbers particularly online and actually just think they're really small when in reality they're really not so this is why I say to people even if you've got like 10 people on your email list email them and I think the first thing I would say to people is just make sure that you are emailing on at least some kind of regular basis I tend to think once a month might not be enough I know some people have only got time to do once a month but I feel like to really build a relationship and to stay top of mind with people we want to be emailing a little bit more often and again even if you've got you know a small number and I'm doing air quotes you know what you might think of as a small number imagine having those people in the room with you email them (laughs) that's what I want to say email them well they're there they've signed up for a reason email them so yeah that is what I would be thinking of. So that's a bit of an introduction to email list stuff. And like I say, I wish there was a magic bullet in terms of you'll get all of these people on your email list. But I've shared some of the things that have worked for me. And just to say to recap, content marketing, particularly blog-based content marketing, has worked for me. Summits and bundles have worked really well. Those tend to be the most where I've seen the biggest jump in terms of my email list growth. But other things can work as well. If you're, what I would always say is, 
whatever content marketing it is that you're doing, building your strategy, sharing your freebie on a regular basis, especially if you're on the platform like Instagram, where now we've got the link sticker, you've got that opportunity there that it's a bit easier for people to click. Or if they don't want to click the link sticker, you can say like DM me your email address and I'll send you the freebie. There's different calls to action you can use to get people to take action to join your list. So there's that side of things as well. But you, I think a really good way to think of it is all roads lead to the email list. Whatever it is that you're doing out there for marketing, all roads lead to the email list if you're doing in-person stuff take your ipad along and have people pop the email addresses in have a sign up page that you can just get up on your ipad and have people put the information in straight away always be thinking how am i building my email list what am i doing this week to share my freebie to talk about what it is that I do and I realize as I say this I am probably not the best person at doing this myself certainly not on platforms like Instagram but yeah having that attitude of just yeah I'm going to share I'm going to share my email list I'm going to share my freebie that, that's just a really helpful thing to think about so hopefully that has given you some things just to get started with and like I said I could do a whole episode of the show just on freebies just on collaborations there's so many different elements of this that we can pull out and that I will go into more depth in future episodes but for now I would love to know if that's been useful i'd love to know like what's working for you right now to grow your email list leave me a comment below if you're watching on youtube or if you're reading this on the blog or pop me a dm on instagram what's working for you at the moment how are you getting people onto your list and if you're really stuck pop me a dm and i will happily give you some suggestions of things that you can do to try and boost your email list growth but i hope you have a wonderful week and i will see you next time take care bye